Are you ready? Yeah, girl. <laughs> All right, well, you going first this time. Okay. Go whenever you're ready. Okay. I mean, that don't mean like 10 minutes from now. <laughs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> you ready? Is it recording? Yeah, it's oh, been okay. recording. <laughs> okay. Puerto Rican freaking. Oh, she's sneaking. <laughs> I done ordered up. What she was, was that? I done ordered up. Okay. She was going inside the spur like a party bus. What? Is this somebody I would know? Yeah. Pardon me. Before I take a greed, I never brag or boast. I feel like I should know this. Puerto she Rican ain't. I'm trying to repeat. I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it in my head. Puerto Rican freaking. Oh, she's sneaking. <laughs> I done ordered up. She was going in. Inside the spur, like a party bus. I feel like this is one of those songs where I don't know all the words entirely, so I just make up words as I go. Puerto Rican, freaking. Because <laughs> that sounds familiar, but I'm like, what? Pardon me. Before I take a greed, I never brag or boast. She ain't speak no Anglo. But I know she liked to tweak that coke. See, that's not like some rapey shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like it's Rick Ross, but I know it ain't because he wouldn't say no shit like Puerto Rican freaking. (laughs) But that sounds like some bullshit that he be on. Um... So he be on bullshit and whoever this that is. That nigga be on all time. This nigga said I popped a molly in her drink. She didn't even know it. I took okay, her home okay, and yeah, did yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Puerto Rican freaking. This ain't Chris Brown, is it? <laughs> Chris Brown. I, I, I don't recall ever talking about no freaking geeking. <laughs> Puerto Rican freaking geeking. Sneaking. Uh, they talking about partying in buses. I don't know. Who is it? I, I give up on this one. I, I, I can't take a gander. What, who is it? It's Feature Girl. Oh. Three exotic vibes and I got oh, some confidence. Oh, that's See, it's one of those songs. I said that. You don't know the words. You never know what that nigga say, though. Puerto Rican freaking. No, she's sneaking. I don't know. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. But that's like I said. You just had it. I don't know those words. I've never known. I've just twerked to the parts that I know and just. Welcome to the Zanny family. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's, that's all niggas know. That's all I know. Whoa. <laughs> I don't even know what he's saying right there. <laughs> all right, you ready for mine? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to see if you remember this because I know that you used to have an album. Hmm. This person, people, whatever it is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Got your boyfriend feeling like a groupie. You know, you know, you know, we own that. Still life. 
but it's looking like a movie. You know, you know. You know we on that. And everybody know the truth. Be, you know, you know. <laughs> How many saying. times? Eyes low, because I'm blowing on that ooh-wee. You know, you know, you know we know that. Or we on that. Give me some different lines of that damn song. I mean, it's kind of one of those call and response or just repetitive songs. Because I be leaning on the bar looking cleaner than a star. And these broads won't give me my props. 25 on the bank. I be stunning on their ass. And they mad because the bitch won't stop. What? Yeah. What else? I mean, that's pretty much it. I can't say the chorus because that's really going to give it away. Damn, even if you just do the first two bars or the last two no, bars. No, that's the name of the title. I can't. <laughs> the last two bars of the hook is the title? To the moon say goodbye and the sun greeting us. Like. Oh, hell no. Nah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let me try a different song by now. But I feel like you should notice this was like their single. Damn, I was just about to ask you that next too. Like, is this a, a popular song or was it out already? Or Let's see if you know this one. I doubt it, but I would have thought you would have got that last one. I hear the tears of a clown. I what? hate that song. <laughs> I always feel like they talking to me when it comes on. Come on another day, another dawn, another Keisha. Nice to meet you. Get the math, I'm gone. What am I supposed to do when the club lights come on? Hold on, is this a P. Diddy song? How'd you know that? <laughs> it's a full it's a full name though. It's not it's not P. Diddy. A full name. Yeah, it's more to it. It's a little more complicated. Oh, like it's not just him. Yeah. What year did this <coughs> come out? I can't. Hold on, wait. This is, we ain't buying clues and shit. Oh, I mean, I ain't know them was rules to it. We couldn't ask what You year. asking for details of the song? I mean. Can I buy a vowel looking ass? No. Can I buy a vowel? Shut up. <laughs> um. I'm just wondering, like, is this back when he was with Mason them, or is this like something recent, like with uh, when he was with old girl, well, with the old girls, the one that's from Danny Kane, and then the one that was from like London or something. What oh, was their name? They group name. You know what I'm talking about? What was it? With the last train to Paris album. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? The, the one that You're had the, the accent. Right track. I am? Yes, you are. Repeat the say the line again. Of the last song that I just did? Yeah. I hear the tears of a clown. I hate that song. I always feel oh, like. No, the first, the first one. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. Now I got to go back. The damn clown shit threw me off. Well, that's what got you to where you at. <laughs> got your boyfriend feeling like a groupie. You know, you know, you know, we own that. Still life, but it's looking like a movie. You know, you know, you know we on that. Look, we not spent too much time on this damn. <laughs> and it's called know. Good Evening. It's called Good Evening? Yep. By who? Uh, the niggas off the last Train to Paris album. 
That's your final answer? Because that's not even their name. <laughs> the bad boy family. What a, what did they call themselves? <laughs> Shit. The bad boy family. All right, well, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> that's not their name. <laughs> that ain't the name of the song. Oh, it's called Hello, Good Morning. <laughs> you're on the right track. It's not Good Evening, though. <laughs> And Not their name either. is not the Puff Daddy family or the Bad Boy family. It was Diddy Dirty Money. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about the Dirty Money. This that Dirty Money. <laughs> I See, forgot about that. I thought that. you had the album. That's why I said, yeah, I could have sworn you talked about it. Uh, yeah, I liked the, just a couple songs on oh. it. It wasn't like the whole thing. Like, you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, good, good tricky one. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Dree. Hey, yo, what's popping? Yes, yes, yes. You just tuned into the Candid Combos podcast where we talk all things, nigga. Tree. <laughs> you gonna say it like that every time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, nigga, tree at its finest. Oh my gosh. Well, we got a lot for y'all today, so I think we should just jump right on into it. Well, first of all, let me ask you, how was your day today? I had a pretty good day. You uh, did? Did some uh, self-reflection, you know, which is always good. Oh, that's always good. That's bomb. You know, so, and I'll leave it there because if I, if I open that can of worms, I'll be talking on that all night, so. Mm-hmm. But just know it was some good. Uh, Sounds like you need to go into the health and wellness segment today. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we going to get there. We're going to drop some gems for y'all, you know, <laughs> we, on some things we've learned and, you know, utilize ourselves and some things that'll help you all out. So. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's what's up. Yep, how about you? How was your day? It was cool, you know. Another day, another dollar at the white man's dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just happy to have a job. I am very thankful, but at the same time, I don't want to work for white people anymore. Shh. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that was great. That's <laughs> good. Yes. But anyways, so moving on, we're going to talk about black excellence first. My favorite part. Yeah. You, you are the mother fucking shit you are great you are magnificent all right so first up on black excellence we're going to talk about miss tiffany haddish here <clears throat> so miss haddish has landed herself a netflix stand-up special yeah yes i'm so excited it's supposed to be released later on in 20 early 2019 so I'm definitely looking forward to her. It's a long time coming. Oh, yeah. I can just watch her by herself, period. Like, I can watch her in a movie all by herself. Man, she, she funny as hell. She funny as fuck. I love her. Yeah, the last OG. I love that show. I thought it was, was going to be too commercial her. at first. but Right, right. You know, it, it was it was a pretty good balance to me. I it was. I feel like it wasn't too commercially, but, you know. No, I think that it was pretty good. I think that... She brought a lot to the table with um, <clears throat> Mr. Um, Tracy, his motherfucking hating ass. He ain't have to go off on my bitch like that. You feel me? Being a hating ass nigga. He went off on her? No, he didn't go off on her, but he went off basically on the interviewer who was trying to bring her up and just basically saying, uh uh-uh, uh, what well, we gonna have to talk about, Sedger? We're gonna have to talk about everybody else if you're gonna bring her up. <laughs> 
I couldn't really understand all him with all that damn dentures falling out of his damn oh mouth with his God. old ass. Like, that was just, like, pissing me off. Like, bitch. She, bring, she the reason why people are watching the show. That's kind of, like, similar to the whole Tiana Taylor and Jeremiah situation. Like, how you gonna bite the hand that feeds you? I don't give a fuck. She bringing all the damn fans and you getting pissed off at her. Like, don't do that. <clears throat> Anyways. So... Enough of that, sorry. <laughs> See how I feel. Um, next on the black excellence, because I want to move a little bit swiftly since we have a lot to cover today. Um, Janet Jackson was honored at the Black Girls Rock okay. award show. So I don't have too much on that, but it's just amazing and it's wonderful to be able to see her get her flowers while she's still Yes, just about to say that. Yes, get your flowers, girl. Yes. You know. Because you know how much I love me some Miss Jackson. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now. Now, but for real, and that's expected to air, I believe, next month sometime. So we'll be able to see her and the other performances and stuff like that. Um, Next up on the uh, black excellence train we have a judge in louisiana enforced a natural hair policy block so this is basically touching on that story that i told you about last week where the little girl who went to that catholic school um was expelled from school because of her hair right well um this judge is trying to overturn that and create a policy to where um basically schools are not allowed to even basically discriminate against that type that's of good that is good that's needed like yeah, i can't a, believe that that was even a, a thing it's a form of expression you know you should be able to express yourself freely however you want you know with your hair hello i feel like that was that was definitely uncalled for and you knew that you were pinpointing a black young queen like you know, I, I, I don't have enough time to rant, but that's just a whole nother story. But that's that's, that's good. Great. That's what's up. <clears throat> but um, my next my thing though is our, um, when a judge going to enforce free lunch. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like these babies, like the baby who had to who was short fifteen cent on her lunch. Like yeah. that shit is unfair. Like you mean to tell me if I ain't bring no money? to school today i gotta watch everybody around me eat and i just gotta sit here right so there should be something done about that i don't give a shit but who am i um next the um aretha franklin funeral lineup i kind of feel like it's pointless to even talk about this now since i think today was the first day of the funeral festivities for miss franklin queen franklin from what i hear it's a four-day event (laughs) <laughs> wow, four days, so they're going to have her body out for that long yeah. in different places. And Girl, pictures are already circulating of Miss Franklin in her casket. <sighs> it's so ghetto. <laughs> Niggatry <laughs> at its finest. Like, niggas really, who just says that I want to take a picture of this body just laying here? Like, what? No. That's so disrespectful to me. But you know what, though? I have have seen, I mean, I don't know if it's because, you know, a majority of my family is from the South or what, or if that's even a thing, you know, for people in the South. But uh, I've seen, uh, you know, people take pictures of a body in the casket. I mean, I've seen it done, but I'm just saying, like, that is the most nigga-ish thing. Like, I mean, me personally, I haven't known a white I mean, not that we need to be following into the people of whitedom. (laughs) 
But I don't see other people or other cultures doing that. And I feel like it's just really disrespectful to do that in front of the family or just to the person who is deceased. Like, why are you taking pictures of me? Like, the, mm-hmm. why is it something you want in your phone? A picture yeah. of a dead body. Like, that is creepy. That's like fucking I'm, weird. Yeah. I'm going to be looking through my phone. might see some nudes. Oh, a dead person. Oh, shit. I'm just <laughs> ruined everything. What the fuck? Yeah, I would rather see pictures of the person full of life instead of, you know, just sitting there lifeless, dead. Exactly. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You're right. I understand. But um, the lineup, though, I'm hearing things of talks of Fantasia performing. I think I saw Jennifer Hudson and mm. Stevie Wonder and mm. just a lot of people. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I know it's a funeral, a sad occasion, but I kind of want to be there <laughs> okay i kind of want to be there that sounds like a banging ass concert i see hold on here we go among the stars scheduled to perform at aretha's funeral are stevie wonder jennifer hudson yolanda adams faith hills i thought i was about to say faith evans i was about to say don't bring her cokehead ass up oh, <laughs> don't no, bring stevie J. No, no. and shaka khan and much more wow but yeah, it kind of makes me want to just be in attendance to this wonderful, but yet sad occasion. Yeah. It's not wonderful that she's passed, but I mean, just the lineup, it just sounds magnificent. She she going to definitely, you know, have a bomb, bomb ass home going. Oh yeah, I definitely expect a, a couple of praise breaks to go on. When I get out to California, brother from another mother, he can out dance some of y'all. Give him some music before he go back home. For sure. You already know. <laughs> I, I feel like all four days are going to be filled um, with a, a three-hour sermon. <laughs> just a whole slew of Don't throw the whole day away. It's, this, this is I mean, this the is Queen Aretha. The She's okay. the queen of extras. So this funeral is going to be over the top. And this, <laughs> it should be nothing less. Yeah. But anyways, um, more on the black excellence. We have, <clears throat> oh yeah, let me pull up this story. Um, so apparently on August 21st, um, there was a national prison strike to end prison slavery. So all the, uh, all prisoners across the country, I'm not going to say all, but a lot of the prisoners across the country basically went on strike. I think that they stopped working. Um, and the little prison jobs and doing things like that because they the average 15-minute call just, I mean, this isn't the only reason why, but this is just to give you an idea. But the average 15-minute call to call out to a family or anybody else, even your lawyer, was $3.90 just for a 15-minute call. Oh, and you're man. not, you're making pennies compared to what you would be making on the outside world. Wow. So you're spending all your money on your books towards calls and other little shit. <clears throat> so, these niggas said, I'm about to go on strike. So, um, let me see. The headline on this story that I'm reading from The Root says, Texas prison systems slashes price of inmate calls by 77%. Contractors to set up video phones. Hmm. So, this is very good. 77% of the cost is definitely going to be deducted. Like it's going to be so much cheaper, so much better for these prisoners. And I just feel like 
it's a great thing. You also said they introduce a video chat? Yeah, that's what it looks like. But I mean, most prisons already have that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they be FaceTiming. I know, I have a friend that um, was always FaceTiming her brother. Wow. Yeah, they be getting a lot of perks. Some some prisons be getting some perks now. They be on Facebook and shit. I'm like, oh, well, you seen, my bad, you seen that show where, or you've heard of that show where um, bitches be finding they boo while they in prison and then go and pick them up when they get released and shit and they try to get married and shit. Mm. What's that, what's that shit called? Mm-mm. It's a it's a show. It's it's some shit from what I hear. <laughs> Girl, I'm not but, familiar. That's that's something though. Yes, bitches be finding a man on in prison, and I think that's where that story off of um, what's the show we were just talking about with Tiffany Haddish and um, Tracy Morgan, The Last OG. Yeah, I think that that's where they got that storyline with him and that white. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think man. they was trying to talk about that show. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so um, I mean, this is really good because not only are prisoners, you know, treated like slaves, they're working for a fraction of the pay. When they get out of prison, they have nowhere to go as far as jobs, housing, and all that kind of other shit. So they got a lot to deal with, and you can't even you know, help them out on a call, like, yeah, their rights and their dignity and as a person should not be taken away just because they did a crime. And most of them be low-level crime, low-collar crimes anyway, so it's like, yeah. the fuck? Can't even make a call or gotta pay some shit. Exactly. You know, to make a call. Exactly. So they working their asses off just to make a call. But I just think that that is awesome. I honestly feel like it should be free, but whatever. I mean, of course, that's asking for too much. Yeah, you know the the government all about their dollars. You hear me? Their money. Um, next, Black Excellence. Um, I don't know if he was going to talk about this, but 25 years of living single as of this month. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your favorite character off this show? Oh, Max. Max. <laughs> Whenever I seen an episode was going to have her in it, I was always elated. <laughs> Honestly. Because she is me and I am her. I walk up in somebody's house real quick and get some food. I, I'm down for that. Yes. Hey, She's been making some cameos too in recent things. Like oh, yes. Get Out. Well, on the, oh, yeah, uh, the on clip on Insecure. On the, yep, on Kevin, the show Kevin. Yep, on the, yep. <laughs> yeah, she out here doing her thing, and then they they might be doing a reboot, so. Yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite character? You already know my girl, the queen, Latifah of Khadija. <laughs> yes. And why is that? Why was she your favorite character? I, you know, she, her character resonates with me as far as. Chill and laid back, hard working. Yep, chill, laid back. You know, she goofy. I see her. Mm, yeah. Working on her dreams, driving out here. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, and then also 26 years since Martin this month. So a lot of big things. You know, a lot of anniversaries. I know that's your show. Girl, you already you know. watch Martin all What's day, up? boy. What's up? What's up? <laughs> need to stop but um you already know i know every word everything the dialogue all that i know you do gestures <laughs> you know who my favorite character is 
Who? All of them. <laughs> For real. Should have known. No, but I love it when he played that nigga who was the karate instructor. That shit oh, yeah. was the fucking funniest. When it was at the ATM. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga tried to dial 911 at the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but he would not give up. That's the type of persistence I need in my life. Yes. That nigga was getting his ass whooped and still trying to get up and fight. Yes, that's how y'all got to do in life, okay? Jim, mm-hmm. major key, okay? Mm-hmm. Man, but, um, and then I have one more black excellence. I mean, it's... It's a sad one, but it's also um, justice was basically served in this case. And it just broke news that the, um, well, you know of the uh, the 15-year-old boy, freshman in high school, Justin Edward Jordan Edwards, mm-hmm. um, was shot and killed by a police officer last year. Um, I believe that he was on his way to a party or on his way back from a party with a friend or family member. And the family member was pulling forward from a parking spot, I want to say. I have to read the story because somehow this story slipped between the cracks for me. I didn't even realize this happened last year. But, um, yeah, so he was pulling up, trying to let the uh, police go by or something like that. And officers fired into the car and shot the 15 year old boy in the head what and the officer tried to climb this was in texas like a few miles east of dallas i want to say um and the officer tried to claim like he the person that was driving was trying to back up aggressively into the police car and i guess that the officer's chief or head of police even felt that that accusation was just a little funny Mm. So they finally, I guess, looked at the officer's body cam and saw that they were not backing up into the police car. They were trying to move forward from the police car. Mm. So he was basically lying. So today, after a year and some change, the officer has been convicted. Mm. Now, I didn't read and see how many years he's going to get, but... um, it's just awesome that he's getting convicted because we normally never see this happen when an officer kills one of us or a white person, period. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just a beautiful moment. And even though they can't bring this this family's baby back, I mean, at least a piece of justice and peace will be with that family. And yeah. I definitely pray for them. Definitely. Yes, but... I mean, awesome. Thank you for that that jury coming up with that unanimous decision. It's, it was needed. Like, this is this is what I'm talking about. Like, we need more people to be more account- accountable. We need these officers to work together and hold these other bad cops accountable for their actions. Like, yeah. come on now. How many, how many of us got to die in order for, you feel me, shit to get right? For justice to finally be served. Exactly. So, that's how we're going to end Black Excellence there. Now we're going to go into Black Tops, where we talk all things that are niggatry, or considered niggatry. <laughs> <laughs> you all 
uncles and no shaft. Oh, yeah. What happened to your shaft? They have powerful <laughs> niggardry at work. <sighs> Anyways, black tops. Of course, I got to mention about my girl Beyonce. So what the fuck was this nigga thinking? <laughs> what the fuck was this nigga thinking? He thought he was just going to walk his ass on up there like shit was sweet. <laughs> he really just walked up on stage like Miley was good. Yeah. Like it was not shit for him to get up there and <sighs> who wasn't on a job, man. Exactly. Uh, who so, allowed somebody this in security got fired that night. I feel you like. hear me? <laughs> somebody is lacking and you cannot lack for the queen. How dare you not protect the queen at all costs? Nigga, I will get up there and protect the damn queen. Y'all tripping. Yeah. Apparently his name is Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell. That's a long ass. You know he black by that name. <laughs> and niggas was trying to say it was a white person. I knew it wasn't. I knew he wasn't gonna be white, cause he wouldn't dare. <laughs> you would think a black person would know better, but you know niggas. They get a little beside themselves when they get a little <laughs> liquor and weed in them. Oh goodness. But yeah, twenty-six-year-old Anthony Charles Max Thomas Maxwell. Just jumped his little skinny, scrawny bitch ass on up on the stage with the queen and her. They, they tried to make it seem yeah. like he had beef or something like that with somebody or something. Oh. And that's the reason. We get into that. Or? We get into that. Okay. So, um, let me pull up the story right now. Drunk fan who ran on stage at Beyonce. This is according to Hollywood Unlocked, y'all. Ran on stage um, at Beyonce and Jay-Z's concert. Basically, they quoted him saying, y'all hit like bitches. It says, the intoxicated fan who hopped on stage during Beyonce and Jay-Z's On the Run 2 concert in Atlanta had a few things to say about his incident. Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell was tackled down by Beyonce's dancers when he tried to get close to the power couple. He was treated for a few injuries and was later charged with simple battery. And mind you, Beyonce and Jay-Z decided to not press charges. So this is the state of Georgia that did this. Mm. Um, Maxwell took to Facebook to share a few pictures of himself to let his friends know that he was all good, despite how intense the situation looked. Still good. I look. First of all, what the fuck is this nigga trying to say? Still look good. I look wish you could touch my swag. Wish you could. What? <laughs> Simple grammar, people. This is ele- come on. His status read. He also has some word for Beyonce's backup dancers who rushed him down on the stage to make sure he would not get any closer, <clears throat> any closer to B and J. And then it says, "Was gonna let him up so we can fight one on one, but niggas wanna jump in." And it's between me and him. That nigga can't fight, and he's been sneak dissing. It's not clear if Maxwell was after a specific person on stage or actually talking about Jay-Z. But it seems like he was pretty salty about how it all went down. Y'all niggas hit like bitches, Maxwell said in another status. Oh, wow. They should have stomped his ass out. You hearing me? They should have (laughs) stomped his ass out. Or and, and toss them back into the crowd like the little me? peasant bitch he is with his ugly ass. This nigga look like a reject Bone Thugs and Harmony ass character. Like, get the fuck out of here. The nigga on security though in front of the stage should have been on his job, bro. He got up there yeah. without no struggle at all. Like. Exactly. This nigga really hopped up the 
literally <laughs> how how did you see what she did the next night in Atlanta? She did the Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah, the Bill Cosby. Yeah, <laughs> but you ain't gonna catch me slipping this time. Okay. Like I don't, I, I can't, I can't. So that that's one black side for the night. Um, then we have this fuckery going on with Sway Lee and his situation. What the fuck is going on with these fans? Yeah, they ain't acting real outlandish nowadays. It's like, shit. I, I came here to perform a show for y'all. No that type of party i just came to dance for y'all why are y'all trying to do all this extra bullshit y'all paid to see me do all the work right and perform let me let me do me you ain't gotta do all this extra you know what i mean just but sit what back is and the enjoy purpose the of throwing a phone up there yeah what was I that don't... gonna do for you i mean i have seen in some concerts though where the, the artist may take the fan's phone and get on a snapchat or yeah stuff like that so he probably was on them to do that but i mean you don't just throw it up at him he yeah. is not your monkey your personal pet he does not have to do shit for you you don't just hear yeah. like what the fuck kind of shit was that and then you busted his pretty little face that little baby face like that's some <laughs> sick shit like what is wrong with people yeah that's a little much oh my gosh y'all gonna make it to where niggas won't do concerts no more okay you will have a the <laughs> They gonna have a glass up in between the crowd and the stage, like how they be having oh in the banks God. or in the ratchet chicken joints. You know the the no. bulletproof glass. No. <laughs> or like how they be doing in the sex stores when they go in the when the old men go in the back to look at some shit. It looked like porn or something. Yeah, or women. yeah, yeah. The glass up. Yeah, had a glass between. No, <laughs> see, yeah, I'm about to ruin, ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Get you on me a <laughs> nah, but for real, that shit's crazy. Um, next on hot tops, I got so much to go over because I'm just so pissed with everybody and their filth. Um, Azalea Banks wilding out. Now, you and I watched this over the weekend. Did you see anything that was hinting towards colorism? <laughs> no, just because just what? Uh, damn, what's his name? DC Young Fly? Yeah, DC Young Fly. What do you say? You couldn't get Cardi B. So you got so Azalea you got, ugly ass. Yeah. He didn't say nothing about her. So you got Azalea's black ass. Exactly. Or non-light skin ass. Like he didn't say nothing to that effect. He just said your ass was ugly. In which she <laughs> is, but inside and out. I'm just gonna I'm not even gonna ooh, You look could at be me. you could be light skinned and ugly. See. You know? But he just Uh exactly. Yeah. I just she, uh. she was trying to read in it too much and just start some shit and be on defense because she wasn't ready. Look. <laughs> Basically. Look. So many words. First of all, if you stay ready, you ain't never gotta get ready. Okay. She be staying ready when it comes to clapping back on Shade Room or her page or whatever. She got so much to say, but when it's time to get onto a show that you signed up for, you volunteered or maybe didn't volunteer, but you allowed yourself to go up on that show where there's mutual grilling sessions going on. You didn't want to take that opportunity. Yeah, it's the culture of the show. She acted like a white woman. You know, when you dish it all out, but then when it's time for you to receive it back, you got to go home and cry and play victim (laughs) and victimize you. Nah, get your ass out of here, bitch. Yeah. You could have watched the show, prepared, you know. The same people is on the teams. 
to formulate jokes if you feel like you gotta, you know, prep that much time ahead. She ain't even do the uh, the game they had. She just did a freestyle of her own. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Save your save your quote unquote bars. For something else, somebody want to hear all that shit. And then her little song at the end, I was like, shut up. They was bogan to her song. I was, I was thinking Lil Yachty was going to perform. Not her ass. Don't nobody know that shit. Sit your ass down, bruh. I be waiting for her fucking forehead to pop. Shut it up. It look like a big ass. Let me hush, because then I'm colorist. <laughs> A colorist. If that's the word. <laughs> I'm displaying colorism. Here we go. <laughs> I'm discriminating against her. Even though I'm not too far off of shades from her. But I'm still a, a colorist. I'm making up the word today. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyways. Um, I think you're going to talk about that one. So I'll just wait on that. Um, Bobby Brown warns Kanye to stay clear of him. I ain't hear about this one. What's, what's going on then? I think he said this on the Breakfast Club, or he said it on some interview that he did. And basically, um, he was asked about the um, picture that was used for Pusha T's album from Whitney's paraphernalia. I can never say that word. Forgive me, guys. Paraphernalia. Thank you. Paraphernalia. Um, and they were they were asking him about it, and what did he think about it? And he was just basically. You know, just saying, you know, it's very ignorant, but then again, it's Kanye. So what else is there to expect? And basically was like, I mean, I don't have no problem with him. He just need to stay clear of me. And that's it. Oh, wow. So I didn't even know that's what, so the cover of the Pusha T album was. Yeah. That was Whitney's. Yeah. Remember that whole thing was going on and they were saying how, um, it was going to cost, Something thousands of dollars to retrieve that photo. Wow. And Pusha T was like, I don't have that kind of money. And Kanye was like, I got it. You need this photo. I'll pay for it. And he paid for it. And that's why it was. Wow. Yeah, you didn't hear none of that fiasco when that album no. dropped. Oh, wow. I probably talked about it. But yeah, all that shit went down. Um,. So, yeah, Bobby Brown just said it was just tasteless. It was, you know, just what I would expect somebody to say. Like, how dare you? That's just another. That's another episode in itself. That was so disrespectful. Yeah. That's so disrespectful to go and take that, that photo of that woman's counter. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Anyways. Birdman. Finally apologizes to Lil Wayne on stage at the Louisiana Fest or some shit. Finally. Finally. It took you this long to apologize. Right. And where where the bag at? I mean, where I thought Wayne at? nigga where the bag at. Okay, city girl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he won that lawsuit though, Wayne. So I mean the bag is coming if it ain't already. For the fifty one million or Yeah. For whatever they settled on. Well, okay. So it's coming. That's good. About time, man. Exactly. But it shouldn't have been this long. I mean, if that's your son or whatever, but put some respect on his name. How about that? Okay. Riri has music on the way. Finally. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. That's not even a whole hot top, but I just seen her on her Instagram, so yeah. All right, this uh this next hot top that I have to definitely touch on because it's trash at its finest. <clears throat> I'm gonna let y'all hear the clip first. The fuck this man gotta ask for pussy for or try to take pussy or rub on pussy. Bitch, you mad you ain't end up with them. Them hoes mad. All them hoes who playing the people, most of them hoes mad, man. Why you ain't say this in the 70s or the 80s? Because you thought you was gonna be taken home. But he ain't, he ain't choose you, bitch. Now you won't, now you won't bring accusations up. Them hoes, niggas don't take pussy getting cake unless they fucked up. What the fuck this man got to ask for? So, mm. the, uh, the headline says, no. Lil Boosie defends R. Kelly, Russell Simmons, and Usher. Why you ain't say this in the 70s or the 80s? Mm. I'm not even going to do a full read session because I already canceled out Lil Boosie back when he was trying to criticize us that are homosexual uh, for being homosexual. And I think he dropped the F-bomb as well, if I'm not mistaken, and just saying a whole bunch of trash shit. So I already knew that this nigga was just off my radar, and I was rooting for this nigga to get home when he was locked up. So, I mean, I feel like this video speaks for itself. The headline speaks for itself. He is very trash. Um, he's one of those niggas. He just has that common fucking thought process that all these niggas have about, you feel me, women and and homosexuals. And, and he's just stuck up his own damn ass. And I'm just through with niggas that are like that. I don't understand What's the purpose of harboring so much hate that you have in your heart at these innocent people? And I mean, of course I'm not, if I know that my career is at jeopardy, if I go out against this man and, and I'm a young female, these, most of these females were like late teens, probably just into their adulthood and twenties and shit like that. And some in their thirties that are coming out now back then when this all happened they were that young and of course I'm naive I don't know what to do I'm thinking about my career I'm thinking about how this man has so holds so much weight in the industry mm-hmm. that he could just dispose of me like that or it's my word against his so a lot of these women were so scared to even come out back then so for them to do that now it's it just shows how brave that they are and it just shows that they're fed up because they're still doing it. Most of these niggas are still doing that shit. Yeah. R. Kelly definitely is with his trash ass. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. Got a whole 20-minute song, but ain't admits to none of the shit that we've been talking about. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> so it's just it's just disheartening to hear more and more black men speaking about this shit against mostly black women like it's always it's always been like that they've never rode for us the way that we ride for them yeah so he's trash his music is trash and he still looks like a a two-year-old ninja turtle with his short ugly ass fuck you (laughs) (laughs) next topic well 
Or did you have anything to say to that? I'm sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> just close, close top like that. Nah, I'm just, you know, definitely disappointed. I thought, I thought, you know, very highly of Lil Boosie. We thought wrong. Yeah, you know. I don't know why you could think so highly of a nigga who still can't pronounce his damn words the correct way. The most simplest of words with his dumb ass. Fuck him. <laughs> Expect highly of a nigga that's still getting bitches pregnant. He got like 20 kids already by like 10 different baby mamas with his nasty trifling ass. <laughs> nigga can't even spell condom. Fuck him. Anyways, moving right along. Demi Lovato's uh, drug dealer does an interview. Oh, God. That's all. I'm going to just leave it at that. Right. <laughs> How did that even sound? Dumbass. 2018 for you, boy. Well, that's the white drug. privilege for you. Yeah, right. Because how, how was he able to really sit up there on TMZ and explain all of that? Yeah. Knowing he didn't supply her with the drugs. Mm. Knowing the after effect. Mm. After effect. Mm. And he, he not locked up. He mm. out and about chains on freely talking he had chains on yeah he got a uh yeah, like a you know like a rapper type necklace the what the fuck get the fuck out of here <laughs> fuck you fuck you <laughs> that poor baby is sitting up in that hospital and you just sounding like a damn drug addict yourself doing interviews and shit like you just motherfucking he just looking for clout and looking for more clients with his lame ass bitch just walking around freely. But meanwhile, JJ from around the corner just sold a fucking dime of weed and got 10 years in prison. Fuck you. Yeah, some wild shit. Bitch. Anyways, Serena banned from wearing her um, cat suit to the French opening. But it's what? reported that she's going to perform in that damn tutu instead. So fuck y'all now, bitches. <laughs> Laugh at that hoe. <laughs> Still gonna show what she got. Okay? Exactly, and y'all know what the fucking meaning of her cat suit was. It was something about um, I know it had something to do with the complications of her pregnancy, and so either the color or the way that it was made. Something I gotta read more in these stories, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm so trash today, but it's so much more to what that cat suit meant. But they just they don't give a fuck. So they just feel like it's more appropriate to tell a woman what she can wear and what she cannot wear. What she what she's comfortable in doesn't matter. Right, y'all ain't out there hitting the damn ball. I just feel like Serena can be out there in six inch heels and still kill it. Fuck y'all. Okay, it really don't matter. She's still gonna kill shit. Exactly. Eleven year old Sophia, little Sophia will be getting a heart this after all. The little girl that Drake surprised in yes. the hospital. Yeah, her parents uh, surprised her and told her that she is gonna get that new heart. Oh, yeah. She was excited. Yes. yes. We reported on that last week if you um, didn't catch it. It's also all over your your uh, nearby shade room in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, yes. All that shit. Um, oh, yeah. There's this white woman who is sentenced to only a year in prison for false rape accusation against two black men. Are you fucking serious? And they had to serve, or they were looking up to 10 years, I want to say. Let me look at this shit real oh quick, because that was some shit. It says, a former college student, this is per the shade room, y'all, a former college student from Connecticut was sentenced to a year in jail for lying about being raped by two black athletes. The cameras were rolling 
at 20 the cameras were rolling at 20 year old Nikki Yobinos um that sound like a Latina name but she looks white um sentencing in Connecticut and it appeared Yovino showed no remorse for the crime, rolling her eyes during the appearance, according to Vibe. Officials say Yovino was a student at Sacred Heart University in Fairfield, Connecticut, where she had consensual sex with two football players at a party in 2016. Yovino lied about being raped because she reportedly wanted to garner sympathy from a love interest. Though both men were never charged, the victims testified their lives were greatly impacted by the lie. As I would think... Nigga, I'm being told or I'm being shown around as a rapist. Right. Y'all accusing me on some R. Kelly shit. Oh, cause your ass wanna be a thought and fuck me and my nigga. Get exactly. Little bitch. Alright. That's well, why I be telling y'all to watch it with these white girls. These athletes. When I went to Kent State, there was hella niggas after these white girls and i'm not against interracial love by any means i mean it's beautiful just as beautiful as any love love is Mm -hmm. love but you do need to watch your back you definitely need to find out somebody's intentions and you doing these little one night stands with any bitch actually because these black bitches will get your ass too get you caught the fuck up so everybody please especially college students Mm mm-hmm (sighs) and um last (laughs) trash moment that i'll mention it doesn't really deserve any light but i'm gonna just say it for giggles luda versus takashi 69 the fuck (laughs) how did luda get himself into this how the fuck (sighs) so apparently i guess luda went on wild and out and basically um they played a game and they said, was it like a would you rather or I, yeah. I plead the fifth or something? And they asked him, would they rather, would Luda rather sign Nick Cannon or Takashi 69 And he said, I would do Nick Cannon because I don't know how much longer Takashi going to be here. I mean, it didn't sound really shady. I mean, none of us know how long this nigga gonna be here as much as he tells niggas to suck his dick and yeah. do all this other Sounded bullshit. like a concerned, you know, person. You know? I mean, it didn't sound concerning, but it definitely sounded like I wouldn't put my money into somebody that might die tomorrow for some bullshit he said. True. But yeah, um, so basically, Takashi had a throw his little usual temper tantrum and going off on Luda and saying all he known for is Justin Bieber's song, Baby. And I'm like, nigga, how young are you? Like, we all grew up with fucking Luda. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get the fuck out of my way. Okay, that chicken and beer album. Man, classic. Yeah, he just, he just too young to realize. Too young. Guess, you know. And he done brought a lot to the game, too. He done brought Shauna. He done brought, who else? Look, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> I know he done brought some people. Don't. I'm Shana not trying to shame. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. Sorry, Luda. I know you done contributed so much and so much to the city of Atlanta. So, I mean, just for him to just try to diminish everything that he's worked hard for and worked hard to maintain was just bullshit. And all that you brought to the game was just... <clears throat> crickets 
<laughs> all right. Anyway, sorry. All that is done. We done spent too much time on all that. The show should be over by now, but it's not because we have so much great things ahead of us. This is going to be a longer show, guys. It's just going to have to be. So we'll you're going to have to get over it. Um, almost an hour. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Let's get let's get to it. So, I wanted to talk about today as our mutual come to Jesus moment communication um first of all my first question to you is how important do you think communication is in in any relationship whether it's platonic or romantic or very 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 I cannot stress enough how very important that is um you know without that open line of communication you know a lot of things could go wrong Mm -hmm. you know but uh, where were you going with it? Well, I was going to ask a series of questions. So, like, first off, how how should we address differences? Like, if I have a a point of view and you have an opposing point of view, how should we even address that? Like, how do we come to a mutual understanding? I know in our relationship. Yeah, usually, I mean, in our relationship, how it works, uh, you state your point of view, you know, and whatever I don't understand about your point of view, I just, you know, ask you to expand on, you know, or elaborate on what I don't understand so I can understand and then state my point of view and then you do the same, you know, vice versa, explain to me what it is that you don't like or don't understand about, you know. So basically thoroughly making sure that your partner or whoever it is that you have this um, conversation with thoroughly understands what you are trying to say. Yeah, basically. So So no misunderstandings, no no miscommunication. I totally agree with that because that is definitely one of the number one causes of um, miscommunication right there is because... We're afraid to ask one another, you know, what did you mean by that? Or, you know, and then not come from a defensive manner. Like, you know, if I tell you like, okay, I I shouldn't be afraid to to tell you I don't understand without you coming at me. Like, what do you mean you don't understand? Or me coming at you, what do you mean you don't, you know? Mm -hmm. It should just be a mutual understanding. We shouldn't have to get into an argument just because understanding is not there. We should be able to nip that in the bud. Exactly. Okay, I agree with you on that. So, to avoid confrontation, let's try to address our differences. And then also understand where each is coming from on why we feel like our way is the right way Mm -hmm. on something. So, maybe you and I are disputing over what... um, how we should spend our date night. Maybe we don't have enough money or whatever. And I feel like, oh, I want to still go to Red Lobster. And you're like, well, baby, we don't have enough money for that. And then I'm like, I mean, but I thought that we had this. And this is that. So sometimes you have to break it down to me like, okay, well, remember we did this. So now we don't have as much money as we wanted. So we got to, you know, so we have to definitely see where each other is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, 
also I feel like another problem with miscommunication is a lot of people don't listen with the intent to listen. They listen with the intent to respond mm. or to be right. So that's another thing that you have to ask yourself. That's the big one. Listening is is the biggest part of communicating to me. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I feel like, um, I mean, I feel like I've had that issue in the past. Not necessarily with you. I'm pretty sure I have with you and with other relationships, like, where I just, I'm like, okay, fuck what you're saying. I know what I'm saying is right. Hurry up and say what you got to say. And that's not the way to go about things. And you over there smiling and shit. What you smiling for? <laughs> the fuck? Just reflecting on those times. I mean, I, I do recall. But, you know, I, I noticed you have gotten way better with that. So, mm. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I'm, I've been guilty of it, too, at some points in my life, you know. Yeah. I think everyone has. When Especially they, when you're in the heat of the moment. Yeah, when you feel passionate about a certain point of view. You know, you try to stress why it makes sense or your logic behind it but Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the day your thought is not the end all be all all the time exactly that is what you have to realize yeah and you have to realize that you have to listen to what the other person is saying because what if they say something that can help you understand where they're coming from and then that way you can tie it into what you were thinking like you can internalize that like okay so this is why they're thinking this way so maybe i need to break down what i was saying a little bit more you know mm-hmm. it just kind of goes back to that so that way y'all can i mean just by listening y'all don't know how great of a tool that is that can just really rectify the situation like if you hear what each other is really saying then you can come and find where that miscommunication was rooted mm-hmm. and fix it Um, and then I also looked up a couple of healthy ways to communicate conflict. So if we're in a conflict, it's not healthy to argue, obviously, but I mean, everybody does it. It's, it's part of a relationship and of any nature. Um, I forgot what website I got this off of, but these were some really good points. Um, avoid, uh, or actually, I came up with this on my own. Hold on. Okay, yeah, to get that credit. Because I did look up some shit, but it wasn't it wasn't clinging on what I was trying to say. But I said, uh, avoid accusing phrases like "you always" or whatever. Don't accuse people. Mm-hmm. Shit. Don't even say "you" if you can help it. <laughs> so definitely, you don't I mean you don't like it when somebody comes at you and just accuses you. So don't do it to somebody else. That's just not the way to go. Listen to what is being said, as we just said. Mm-hmm. Respond with empathy. So if I didn't understand what you had said originally, I'll say I apologize for what, for my misunderstanding, and I apologize for how I made you feel. Mm. Um, and then also, one phrase that I had to stop saying myself was, I'm sorry that you feel or felt like, or I'm sorry if you feel offended or like, basically you're not taking ownership for your, you're not taking accountability for your own actions and what you did. You're just basically saying, I'm sorry that you got to feel that way. Yeah. Cause it's obvious the other person 
you know, in question is offended because you all are having a conversation. Exactly. You know, at that moment. So, I mean, that's obvious. Exactly. And that's something that I had to come to realize. Like, okay, yeah, I am kind of being a bitch right now. And I, and I had to think about it. Like, when I have made statements like that, it was out of spite. Like, well, you feel this way. I'm sorry that you got to feel that way, but I don't. Or, you know, it's basically reverting back to you being right. And you being wrong, you know? Yeah. Probably the better way is, um, you know, try to get to the root of it. Like, well, at what point did you feel offended, you know, from what I said or, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I have for this little segment. I mean, I would have more, but. I know that we're pressed for time on this one, but I think that that was a great little conversation piece to open up. Definitely a good one. Yes. So next we have the music segment. What you got for us today, baby? Yes. Hello, is this radio station? Yes, what can I do for you? I would like to request a song. What song would you like to request? So on the music segment here, I have quite a quite a few things today. Okay. Uh, one of the first ones, this could have been a, a black excellence moment, but, you know, I'll leave it for, for the music. Uh, J-Rock okay. of TDE, he's offering $10,000 to either a high school, college, or university band to whoever can cre- uh, recreate the best arrangement of uh, his hit single "Win" hey. and, and Kings did with uh, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Shit, maybe we need to go ahead and try. Okay, <laughs> right. I used to play a little bit of clarinet in, in the drums back Look. in my day, so you know. I used to play the sax and the piano. Oh, Come okay, on now. let's work something out. <laughs> get that, get I don't that know 10, how to sound now, but we're gonna make it work, honey. <laughs> YouTube, a motherfucker. But nah. Uh, he has information on how to go about applying uh, on his website, jrock dot or jrockwin dot com. Okay. Um, this contest is started on the seventh of August, but uh, it ends on the first of November, so it's still plenty of time. Oh yes, that's plenty of time. Y'all better get out there and get that money. Yeah. So, so any band members listening, you know, definitely relate that to the team, so y'all could, you know, have a shot at that ten stacks. Hey, look. I could definitely make a difference, you know, with a school band, get some new equipment, you know, new uniforms. Or Is there a limit to what type of instruments you can play? That I don't know, but um, if you all are wondering. I do a very mean thigh clap. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to say that. I will look. <laughs> One time for the thigh clappers out there. Hey, I mean, maybe not the ass, but I got the thighs on a lot, honey. <laughs> It's a lot louder to me. Ah. All right. Uh, Prince, he's possibly going to be having some new music. Well, no, not possibly. He's actually going to have a new album coming out on the 28th of September this year. This nigga is gone, and he's still putting out hits. Okay. Still. Now, how do you feel about that, though? Do you feel like the family should still go ahead and put that out right now or do you feel like they just trying to get money 
off this man's name or what you feel? You know, I could kind of see both sides. Um, because when you look at Aaliyah's situation, you notice how her music is, you know, well protected and it's not a lot of recreated things around her. Fuck, except for Drake. How the fuck he keep getting Yeah, I don't shit? know how the hell Drake got the plug on, you know, so much stuff. But, <laughs> you know, that's Drake. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I feel I feel both sides because, you know, it could be some of that music that's going to be coming out on this new album. Prince may not have wanted that out. You know what I mean? Some artists, they don't let nobody hear stuff when it's in such a raw form like that. And when you pass, you know, somebody stumble up on your shit. Mm-hmm. It's something that you feel like was some of your worst work, but you just keep it all because, you know, everything is your baby. Even though if you feel like it's not up to part of where I could put it up, put it out, like how I do all my other stuff, mm-hmm. it's still something I created. So I'm just keeping it to keep it. But when you die now, it's in somebody else's hands and, mm. you know, it's going by their standards now, what they feel is hot and not what's not, you know. Exactly. Somebody else is, is basically the deciding factor of your art. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't really feel that part. I don't really like that part about it. But, you know, it's, it's so many Prince fans out there that, you know, long for new music and, you mm. know, I'm pretty sure what be excited to hear anything new coming from him oh so. yeah i'm not saying i wouldn't be excited to hear but i was just wondering like how did you feel like since you're a musician how would you feel if i or any of your other family were to take any beats that you never released and just put them out there for display for purchase like how would you i mean you'll be passed and gone on for sure but i mean like would that be something that you would would mind or wouldn't be opposed to like how would you feel about that yeah don't don't do that <laughs> don't do that don't do that if uh, or unless on like hustle and flow i gave you instructions on certain material like a will or something yeah you know what i mean probably okay. something like that yeah but nah for you to just go through all my shit and pick and choose and mm-hmm. on your own or what you feel no yeah you know. I feel you on that. Because that's how I feel about Aaliyah. Like, I feel like I want to hear more shit. And rest in peace, by the way. I, I think that you were going to mention her, but I know that it's been 17 years. Since I'm already talking about her, I, yeah. I definitely got to shout that out. But Make um, you feel old, don't it? 17, 17 years? 17 fucking years. I was in, like, third grade, I want to say. Or second grade when I found that out. I was devastated, girl. That was a sad day. A so very sad. sad day. But um, that's how I be feeling about Aaliyah's music. Like, I want to hear more. And I feel like... And then Apple Music only got one album of hers that they put out there. And that's the first album. And I'm like, my favorite joints are on her other albums. And I can't even have access to it. Mm-hmm. So, it, it does suck. But at the same time, if that's what the artist wanted herself, or if that's just what the family wanted, like, they don't... Gotta respect it. You have to respect it. I mean, it sucks, though. Yeah. Another one here. Um, Cardi B, she just reached 20 consecutive weeks in Billboard 200 for her <laughs> Invasion of Privacy album. Hey, yes. Her, her song with Maroon 5 uh, topped Spotify's most streamed songs 
of, of the, the summer. summer. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, along with Drake's and my feelings. Yes. Yeah, which I kind of figured for that song. That, I definitely oh my did. God. Oh my gosh, you hear it everywhere, all day on the radio. You hear me. And then that that Shiggy challenge just took it over the top. Another level. Yeah, but I mean, congrats to them. Congrats to Cardi, still breaking records. Shit, if some money can't buy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now run and tell that. Get into that bag, into that shmoney. Congrats to her. Did you see where Nikki's album went gold? No, I did not see that, but congrats to her as well. Yes, definitely congrats to her. I guess those shenanigans paid off. All that nigga treats. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm just saying, but yeah, congrats to her, definitely. Yes. Because, yes. I mean, that was a really good album. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but it was definitely still a good body of work. Yes, yes. Um, who's the next person? Oh, yeah. Um, in coordination with uh, Vic, Vic Mensa's Save Money, Save Life Foundation. Um, this past Sunday, he gave out 5,000 pairs of shoes to inner city youth in Chicago. Tell them why, though. Um, this was in response to the bait trucks or bait traps trucks mm-hmm. that the police set up in Chicago. Some with Nike shoes and any um, young teen going to grab a pair or any young person they seen going to grab a pair, they locked them up, which is some bullshit. Like... So you wasting American tax dollars to buy a bunch of shoes that you just that you don't intend for nobody to have. You just want to catch some niggas, and some young up. babies. These young babies, it can be a fucking ten year old, and they can get locked up in juvie, have that record on them for life, and shit. All because yo ass wanted to be trifling. Now I understand that they shouldn't have fucking stole in the first place, but they're babies. Why are you so being petty, understand? setting some shit like that exactly. up? Exactly. And y'all the police. Y'all supposed to be worried about fighting crime, real but shit, not this. setting motherfuckers up. Niggas is out there dying, like 50 people a week in Chicago, and you worried about getting some motherfucking... Get the fuck out of here. Setting people up over some sho- shoes. So, Vic Mensa, he stepped up and provided actual shoes that people were able to come and get. Yeah, kudos to Vic Mensa, you know. For sure, for sure, Yes. Awesome. Insert the applause. Bring out the dancing lumps. <laughs> Kaylani just celebrated her four year anniversary of her Cloud 19 project. Yes. My favorite one. Yes. Between that and you should be here. I can't decide for sure. but Both of them was Cloud fire. 19 was the one with the one she was talking about a girl, right? All that uh, oh, first na, position. Na, na. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, that's how I knew it was love. Yeah, buddy. Nah, but uh, <laughs> congrats to her. <laughs> Daylani. Lauren Hill reached her 20th anniversary of her uh, Miss yes, Education queen. Yes, yeah, she on tour right now. Performing for that. Or lack thereof. Or finding her chakras, getting them in line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love. And they trying to uh, accuse her of stealing, stealing music and stuff like that. But but who ain't getting accused of that nowadays? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like that's that's the whole music, or that's that's traditional in music anyway. You know, stuff always finds its way back around. 
You know what I mean? And it's always being recreated in not some form. Not to steal it, though. Yeah, not not to steal it, but um, let's not act like that. That's a a good like that's uh, okay. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but um, yeah, not to touch too much on that because because I didn't look into too much of that to know for sure if it really was stole or what. But either way, the miseducation that was a great project. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Uh, Quavo mentioned he was coming out with something big here in September. Hey. And so it wouldn't be three songs in that shit. Smarter than everybody, you know. That must be an EP at least. For sure. Uh, nah, that wasn't an EP. That was just some records. Cause but I'm, it's a I'm setup from, for an EP or a setup for an it's album. A, it's an alley for the biggest slam dunk in the game. Is that what it is? Yes, it is. Does it, this is all laid out and planned? Do we have a date? And a t- <laughs> oh, too soon? It's going to be crazy. Nah, it's too soon. But is it coming soon? Skirt. <laughs> Hold on, wait. So, are you trying to tell me that my predictions of him being the Beyonce of the group is coming true? <laughs> Not the Beyonce of the group. I'm just saying he about to lead them niggas. Hey, you know they could get to the bag just like him. They could get to it just like him. It's and not solo the same. Project. Like I know that he been doing his own solo thing for a while. He got a couple of hits by himself. But it's not the same. I don't know if I really want a whole Quavo project. Really? Like, I hear him so much on other people's shit. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear a whole album of just Quavo. Hmm. I like him with the rest of the Migos. Yeah, they do add their own elements, you know, and as a collective. Yeah. You know, I think that's what does it for them. But we'll see, you know. Oh, I, I feel like the singles he's been dropping been all right, you know. Yeah, I'm been not rocking with those is. most definitely. That, but a whole album? <laughs> yeah, a whole album. Huh? Well, he it. he didn't exactly say a whole album. You know, he was hitting that a project. Just a project. So let's okay. see. You know, people have been dropping seven song projects, four it's song still projects. Still too many. <laughs> <Of> him <laughs> by himself. <laughs> but I mean, I know one person I do want to step up out of them is definitely take off. I feel like he he always ghosts on some shit. Yeah. He and he got bars. That he nigga really be saying do. some shit. He really do. But I mean, he don't be either. He don't apply himself, or his label is holding him back. Like they don't want him to shine over Offset, and they probably giving each member they they time to shine. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, not take off. I feel like Offset just had his run. Um. You know what I mean? So I feel like Quavo, he got his run. They might they might pull take off last. And you know, well, he need to take off. Him. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> the fuck? Take off need to take off. I feel like you're going to have his time. Well, he needs to come on because that's not fair. <laughs> All right, that's it for my music segment. It's a combination of like, oh my God, this is so sweet. This is the best day ever. And like, how dare you? (laughs) So health and wellness. I I decided to change the the flow of it. I'm not going to just do food, but we're going to do health and wellness. So it's going to be food, some mental health, just things to, ooh, you scared me, Coco. Ooh, my dog came up and licked my foot. And I did not know she was down here. But, um... Yeah, so we're going to talk all things health and wellness here. The thing that I wanted to talk about was accepting your flowers. Mm. Now, what I mean by that is, um, I know that me personally, whenever I get a compliment from someone, it's always an awkward moment for me, and I can never just accept it. I always have to downplay the compliment some kind of way. Like, somebody just say something as simple as, I like your shirt. I'll be like... 
Oh, yeah, this thing. I got it, like. It's old. Yeah, it's old. I mean, I just got it from the thrift store or something like that. You know, try to downplay it. And I can't never just say, oh, thank you, you know, or return the compliment just like normal. Or I will return the compliment, but I still downplay myself. So I wanted to just basically speak on that and just figure out why is it that some of us do that? Why do we have trouble accepting things? And one thing that I had to do was do some self-reflection and figure out like, okay, well, I don't like that awkwardness. I don't like coming off as I'm trying to brag, like, oh, thank you. Or I got this from such and such, you know? You know, I don't want to come off as if I'm bragging or I'm just some type of boastful bitch or anything like that. So I just try to downplay it before anybody else can think that I'm uppity or I think that I'm all that. Um, I also know that there's another thing that I do is... um. I talk down on myself. Like, I'll always say, and Bay has to always stop me from this. I always say, like, if I forgot something, I'd be like, damn, I'm such an idiot. But I don't really mean it. Like, I, I don't really think I'm an idiot, but I'll say it. And I guess that I'm not cognitive of what I'm doing to myself. Like, I'm not realizing, like, you're talking down on yourself. And the more that you say it, the more you'll start to believe it. And I'm not realizing, like, I mean, you're not giving yourself those personal praises. You're you're just basically, you know, just talking shit to yourself. And because, and, like, you wouldn't want somebody to say that about your sister, brother, friend, or anything like that. Like, they're such an idiot. And you wouldn't say that about them. So why are you saying it to yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to... You can't expect other people to celebrate you and all your goodness when you don't even do mm-hmm. it yourself. You know exactly. I mean? Show yourself no love. So, Exactly. Because you'll never be able to properly receive it. Hence why I can't accept compliments. Yeah. So um, that's another thing that I had to self-reflect on um, this week and things like that. And I had to find out what the root cause of me talking down on myself was and I think that is to avoid others talking down on me first so it's like I put up a a shield a guard and I'm like no you're not going to say anything bad about me because I I beat you to it so I mean that's just something that I have to work on with self so I mean that's obviously unhealthy and I mean I think that that just comes along with growth and learning yourself and also therapy, meditating, anything that you need to do in order to do your self-reflection. But, and then also find out where did that start for you and how you can nip that in the bud. Mm-hmm. So, um, another thing is, um, are you comparing your personal journey to the success of others? I definitely have done that in the past. Recently, I've learned to stop doing that. Like, I mean, everybody has their time, their season. So just because somebody else is celebrating their successes right now doesn't mean that yours is not on the way. Mm-hmm. Maybe yours, maybe you're not ready to receive those blessings yet because you're not mature enough to handle it. Maybe there's a reason why God is blocking you from it because something else could happen later on down the road that's a little bit more toxic that you're not ready and prepared to battle and handle yeah so i mean you just got to realize that everybody has life is planned out for us and we're just trying to figure it out Mm 
Yeah, but in the age of social media, it's kind of hard, too, to not compare oh, yeah. your life to someone else's, you know. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the... That's the battle of today, you know, in this day and age. You know, you just gotta Social media is a motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta learn when to when to put it down. I mean, and that's what we fail to remember is that social media and reality are two different things. Yeah. So I mean, like obviously people are posting their successes all the time, but they're not showing you their failures or anything that you know, it's broken them down, any depression that they had to go through to get there. Mm-hmm. They're just showing you the glitz and the glamour. So you're not seeing the blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure are the same blood, sweat, and tears that you are putting into what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to do it, you're going to get to where they are eventually. Whenever your time has come. Mm-hmm. Um, the last little... um tidbit that I mentioned on this segment um are you bringing your own negative um energy and thoughts into your life so are you being that pessimistic person and not speaking things into existence are you always downplaying things are you always saying that things are never going to amount to how you want them or are you speaking life into your situation are you saying I look forward to seeing this happen I I know that this is going to happen I know that it will happen when it's supposed to happen. So, I mean, if you're thinking negatively and things like that, of course, you're going to get negative feedback. You're going to get negative results. So, be very mindful of that, you know? Yep. The more and more you focus on the negative, the more and more negative will come. Exactly. So, I mean, this is, it all plays in the health and wellness. I mean... I can't stress it enough. You just have to definitely. I think that a lot of people, well, we'll get into that in another episode. But um, I did a poll on both Instagram and Twitter. And um, the questions were, oh, look at Deja Love's hair. She even went blue on us. (laughs) Okay. But um, let me pull it up. I did a poll where I asked, how much of importance do you feel therapy is needed in the black community? Now, Instagram, we don't have as many followers, so our results weren't as much. But um, three people um, voted that it's very important. And... Nobody voted that it's not. So only three people responded. Um, And then I had another question where it said, do you feel like black families still have a stigma attached to therapy? And 100% voted yes. So I also posed the question to Twitter. And my results came up as... For the um, how much of importance do you feel therapy is needed in the black community? Five votes, all 100% very important. For the other question, do you feel like black families still have a stigma attached to therapy? Um, 83% voted yes and 17% voted no. Now, my own personal 
answers to these questions. How much of importance do you feel therapy is needed in the black community? I say that it's very important because we witness so much shit from mm-hmm. seeing our babies killed by police or one another. Um, we've been taunted for our skin color and still are to this day being discriminated against. We're told that we ain't shit. We're told that we're just monkeys in the field. Um, uh, many of us are incarcerated in modern day slavery. It's just, it's a lot. And then black women, especially, we harbor so much from people of other races hating us and our own black men. Not mm-hmm. all, of course, but hating us. Um, and we hate ourselves some of the times. And it's just sad. So I feel like it's very needed to see a therapist. You have to have those conversations with someone someone that doesn't know you because they can they can just basically give you a different point of view about you. Your family is going to tell you just, oh, you just go ahead and pray about it, girl. Or they're just going to, like, tell you what, you what they think you should hear instead of giving you the real. Friends, too, all the above. But I think that is very, very important to have a licensed professional help you with those feelings and learn new coping mechanisms um healthy ones healthy yes keyword um for the other question what i said was um as far as do you feel like black families still have a stigma attached to therapy i say yes hell yeah how many times have you heard Somebody's mama tell you, you don't need a therapist, somebody that'll be just getting all up in your business. business. You need Jesus. You need to go pray. Come on to church. And it's always the same bullshit. It's like, no, I'm hurting. I'm depressed. Like, I am not okay. And you're just telling me to basically just cover up my feelings and suppress them and, you know, deal with them the way that you would deal with them. No. Mm -hmm. No, it obviously isn't working. It hasn't worked in the past. I need to see a licensed professional to help me. I need someone to physically be there and tell me what I can do to deal with these situations. So that way I don't lash out on your ass or anyone else in a very unhealthy manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did one more poll, and it's still going on right now, so I don't have the full results, but... Um, I put on there, do you have trouble accepting compliments? And so far on Twitter, I got 60% yes and 40% no. And on um, our Instagram, I have 50-50. So, I mean, that's just to give you an idea. And for those of you who feel the same way I do, definitely um send us an email or a DM letting us know your own personal experiences on how you've dealt with these situations and you know what are your coping mechanisms mechanisms and you know do you see a therapist do you feel like it's important and why so for sure just send me that and um that's it for my segment today yes we're good gonna, stuff <laughs> thank you so we're going to move on to our music appreciation have you come up with their music appreciation this week? I'm going to have to give it to City Girls. Period. Hey, okay. <laughs> Is it because I've been playing them like crazy? Partially. Okay. I done got hit, you know. Bain hit me onto the ratchetness. 
but I'm loving it. Okay. I feel like it's the year of uh, of women, you know? Okay. I love the fact that more women are popping up in the industry now, you know, not being afraid to express themselves. You know, I feel like Lil' Kim ain't put in all that work for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm loving to see all these females expressing themselves freely. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So. I can ve- I can really appreciate that. I can I can see that. I feel like they have been working hard. They've um they just dropped a documentary today. Really? Yeah, it came out today. I don't know what platforms it's on, but I know that I did see um Young Miami from City Girls just say that it was coming out today. Okay. And they've been in the game for eleven months. That's it. Wow. And popped off, honey. Yes. So I mean kudos to them. Awesome. Keep it up. Free JT. Free her. You hear me. Period. 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 <laughs> For real. I'm gonna have to do it to your girl Amory. Okay, Amory. Yes, Amory. Um, I mean what she's contributed to the early two thousands is undeniable. She gave us hits like why should we why don't we fall in love? Um, one thing. Um, she was uh, featured in so many different songs. That song with LL Cool J, I used to love that song. Um, it's just a lot. She's definitely underrated. Yeah, definitely underrated. That album she mm-hmm. had, well, you ain't even have to skip through the song. Yeah. You could play it front to back. Chill. You know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of projects out like that Mm-mm. right now. R&B anyway, I would say. Beautiful voice, beautiful voice, talented writer. Um, she still is behind the scenes on a lot of writing from different artists and stuff like that. So she's still secure in the bag. Honey. Okay. You hear me? But um, I just hate that she had a, her career had to take a turn. Um, she didn't get the the full recognition, the full um, opportunity to be who she should have grown to be musically. So. Mm-hmm. Had to give my music appreciation to her because she's still out here doing her thing, and yeah, I ain't mad at that. I ain't either. So, what <laughs> is one thing that you have learned this week? I feel like we kind of talked about it with our heart to hearts. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, learn to set boundaries with things. You know what I mean? Don't let uh, spending time with yourself slip away and let other things and everything else you have going on um, rob you of that time that you need to keep sacred you know for yourself mm-hmm. you, you gotta get yourself together before you can lend yourself to anything or anyone else mm-hmm. you know if you don't do that first then it's part of self care Yeah, caring about yourself nobody gonna care about you but you know the way that you do yeah that's right so, I, I can definitely attest to that one. Um, What have I learned this week? I know that I've learned something, but I can't put it into words. <laughs> I've learned hmm, to not be so critical of myself. I'm still learning that. You know, I mean, I'm just basically reiterating my whole segment, but it, it's definitely what I've learned this week, and that's to accept compliments like those should be things that highlight your day 
little compliments when somebody notices something small like you did something different with your hair and you bought a new shirt and just anything those should normally brighten up your day but by you just downplaying it that's just shitting on yourself like why do that accept the compliment and move on and get return it even if you gotta find struggle to find something good on the other person like oh, i like your shoes some shit <laughs> Seriously though, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So, what is something that you will do for your week upcoming week? Uh, more pl- more precise planning. Okay. So I can um continue to make sure I have that me time that I need before I can lend my the rest of my time to anything or anyone else. I can totally assess to that. I kind of want to piggyback off of yours. Because um, I feel like I need to learn how to manage my time. I think I said this last week, and I still haven't learned it. But um, I need to manage my time a lot better. Like, I feel like time really slips away. And the time that I spend on social media, even though I use it to help me with the podcast and come up with content, I feel like sometimes I just do it just for bullshit, kicks and shits and giggles and shit. But I can be using that precious free time to put towards something that I'm trying to go through my dream you know Mm -hmm. like I say that I'm trying to open up a food business for vegans or pescatarians but I haven't even put in the full amount of work in researching you know everything that I need to do for that and you know I could I could be so much further along I sit back and think like damn if I would have been doing some of the shit that I've been talking about and really putting in the work, using my time wisely, mm-hmm. where would I be right now? Yeah, we just all got to keep in mind that we have the same 24 hours as yes. everybody else that's successful around us. You know what I mean? Exactly. The difference is they put in the work. Yeah. So, keep that in mind. What are some of the things that you look forward to doing for your next week? What are some things that you've learned from, your pa- from this past week? Email us at ask. Drio, that's ask a s k d r i y o at gmail dot com. Um, until next week, please uh, drive safe if you're listening to this in the car or whatever you're doing. Smoke safely. <laughs> <laughs> All the above. Until next week, we shall see ya. We're out. Hey.